Welcome to Matter of Fat, a body positive podcast with Midwest sensibilities. Hi, I'm Kat Palavoda, a local fat feminist, shop owner, and honestly, just kind of feeling a little meh, but I am trying to get peppy for this ep. Soraya, do I sound peppy enough? (laughs) (laughs) I am joined, of course, by my co-host and producer, Soraya Bogani. Hi, I'm Soraya. I'm a fat multiracial Minneapolitan millennial who is still exhausted from puppy parenting, but thinks that cat like a Red Bull or two could make you even peppier right. if you wanted, right. as we know from lived experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> alas, nothing impacts me anymore. Uh, so this is all the pep you're getting, folks. This is it. This is where we're at. Here we are. On Matter of Fat, we're here to talk about the cultural politics of fat liberation with a Midwest perspective. And this is a fattish episode, so we are going to dish about whatever's going on in our lives in this fat dish. We've got the usual topics we know you're waiting for, personal updates, media recommendations, and some fat conversation. Yep, here we go. Let's get into it all as a matter of fat. Okay, so let's start out with some personal dish. Uh, Soraya, we actually like did stuff together between the last Fat Dish episode and this episode. Uh, so we have to talk about that. Yeah, in a pandemic, too. We did things. <laughs> I in, know, in which social is... environments. <laughs> 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 okay, so the first thing that we should talk about is like actually a pretty big deal for me. I would imagine for you as well, but... Uh, huh? <laughs> So, I mean, Kat and I have a history of seeing comedians together, not like exclusively, but we you know, do cultural we do cultural things. Even before we had, <laughs> I know that's like a silly way to say it. But even before we had a podcast together, Saraya, we went to like we saw authors speaking, we go to you know, we've like done a lot of I don't know, you're just the person I go to stuff with. I'm just like your cool in touch friend, which Honestly? is real rough. <laughs> Because I am not that. You're cooler. Uh, You're more in touch than I am. Oh, well, we bring it out in each other. In any case, we continued this legacy of culture, quote unquote, cultural events um, (laughs) by going to see Hassan Minaj at Northrop Auditorium. And it was great. Like, I enjoyed it quite a bit. He is definitely working on his material. I don't know if y'all are familiar with. His work on The Daily Show or The Patriot Act or is it Homecoming King? Yeah, that was his uh, Netflix uh, special a couple years ago. Yeah. Is it Homecoming King or is it just It home- is. I don't know. It's okay. Homecoming King. I w- I'm really oh, stuck in guessing it. There's definitely the word Homecoming Whoa. in it. Yes. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> that I know for sure. <laughs> Anyways, this, this rendition is called uh, King's Jester. Am I getting that right? Wow. I lived this and I still this I'm blaming it on the, I don't like, remember. Posture. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, this was like a big deal because we were with a bunch of other people in an enclosed space for a long period of time and everybody was masked. Um, except, except the man in front of man. us for three minutes <laughs> until I 
tapped him on the shoulder and asked him to put his mask on. He tapped him on the shoulder, asked him to put his mask on. He pointed at his freaking like his buff, buff, like he's on his Survivor. Oh, yeah, no. he's like, yeah, I, I know. Was appalled. <laughs> and then he didn't put it on at first, and I was just silently freaking out at Blaring. everyone around us. My like, yeah. But then he, I don't know what it was. He's like, oh, okay, and like put it on. What? What? What a weirdo. Other than the weird little power trip like was, can't believe this lady told me to do this so i'm not gonna do it right away and my dog I does mean, the same thing when i tell him to come so <laughs> like listen. yeah weird guy but other than that it was like it felt very safe a um, mask mm-hmm. were required and as far as i could tell aside from that guy everyone had their mask on for the whole time for the most part we saw some noses but what can you do um mm-hmm. and it was I think probably for both of us, like the most people we've been around ever during the pandemic that for me anyway, for you too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be happy to not be around that many people again for a while, but for the moment it felt good. And it was a really great show. It was like long and good and hilarious and smart mm-hmm. and witty and just uh, everything that I had hoped for. It was really, really good. I'm so glad we went through yeah, it was it just felt right, which I didn't expect it to feel in a big way. Like it felt safe the whole time. And um also it was funny, like our phones were in these pouches oh, yeah. so we couldn't access them during that time. But there was definitely a lady to your left who was at her phone. Yeah. And I don't know what the T is on that, but I was like, ooh, there's some I like that the the bad behavior that's going on isn't related to health. It's yeah. like truly just accessibility well, to a phone. And that also, time. like it wasn't even that bad of behavior because she like disclosed to me, she's like, I have my phone. Here's the deal. It's just to re-up parking, I promise. And like <laughs> <laughs> so it's she so didn't have it out recording. So she like <laughs> so it really was just to like use the app to add Whoa. more time to her parking spot. And then it kind of was a little bit late to start and it was hard to have a concept of time without our phones. So I did see her like look at her the time on her phone, but she like was doing nothing sinister. It was just so funny how she's like, oh no, gotta sneak it in so I don't get a ticket. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that we had the foresight to get parking ahead of time. Oh yeah. It was so slick. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that moment. I will say when you brought up the concept of time <laughs> though, like we got there not the earliest but certainly early and then it's like oh we have to sit here and make conversation like we can't look at our phones because they're in these locked pouches (laughs) oh okay i guess like here's a fat content take for us all like i don't uh miss sitting next to someone who's like visibly uncomfortable sitting next to a fat person Mm -hmm. so like the guy sat next to just like edged away from the seat in a big way and I was like bro but then but you said you're like you okay you okay there (laughs) of course I'm passive I'm like yes are you okay are you comfortable Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) no 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 I'm fine I'm fine okay well fine all right man just gonna like let you know that I like see you being weird Mm. yeah I can't although it, it, so while that was uncomfortable for you, and I'm so sorry, um, oh, fine. the seats were not bad. And no. we somehow, like the the direct seats in front of us for two rows were empty. It was like a sold out show, but somehow the seats right in front of us 
for the most part, were free. Mm-hmm. Or was it just me? Did you was the buff guy right in front no. of you? He was over to the side a little bit, right? He was like half. Okay. Halfway. But like it was fine. It was so nice. It was great. And not only was that a sold out show, but the show after it was sold out too. So I don't understand. Maybe a family got stuck or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But well, we are sorry to those people who missed the show, but man, I could see really well. It was not it. what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. We were towards the back. So like we got out really quickly. Yeah. It was just like um, an it introvert was so slick. stream. It was really nice. Yeah. So I think for, for like four, something so big with so many people, it really did feel pretty controlled and kind of safe. And um, yeah, uh, it was actually, it's actually awesome. I love that we're talking about this, you know, comedy show. We've talked more about the experience of being at it than the actual content. I know. Well, but it just it's like a testament to the time of our lives that we're in. Like that kind of thing is very weird still. Yeah. Yeah. The content was good. Like it was quite funny, deeply vulnerable. Yeah. Um, just a good time. So I can't wait to see what he ends up doing with that as far as like a release mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. I'd imagine he would. But um, yeah, so that was that was like the big thing we did. And then we did another thing recently, which I'll let you tell the people about. Yeah, we did another thing. Well, so it's starting to get chillier here. Um, patio season will soon be coming to a close, I guess, unless places have outdoor heating situations, which I think maybe many of them do by now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we... Saraya and I went to Grand Catch for a little outdoor patio dinner last weekend um, to just sort of enjoy eating at a place outside before it gets too cold to do so. We're big Grand Catch fans. um, And yeah, it delivered. It's so freaking tasty. Every time. Just so good. Mm -hmm. So good. And actually, I feel like that is a particularly like pandemic um. I don't know, special meal for us because mm-hmm. what was it this time last year? We picked up a boil and had a picnic. Yeah. And then on your birthday, I brought over, well, yeah. we had intended to do a boil at your house, but then I accidentally bought the one that was already done. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It was <laughs> we, delicious. So yeah. We, Grand Catch is like, I don't know, one of our special foods, I guess we might say, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like when we came back from Chicago, wasn't it? That we went there? And or, no, it wasn't Chicago. It was after, remember Rad Fat Adventure Camp? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember because I spilled the sauce on my shirt. (laughs) 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 That I was wearing the Rad Fat Adventure Camp shirt. (laughs) That's the first time we went there. That was a couple years ago. And we're like, oh, yeah, I've got to try this place out. Um, And I just, it's really delicious food. It's like like Louisiana seafood boil kind of vibe. But like a little fancier, yeah, bougier and just, oh my God, it's just, just really good, like good ambiance, good, um, good food. And we had a fun server, um, this last weekend, which was really nice too. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a time. I don't know. I feel a type of way about all the people sitting inside. Just Agreed. Yeah. But that's just me. And what was nice was there was a bit of a chill in the air on Sunday. So, like, when we got there, our reservation was for the patio. But then the host was like, are, are you okay to be outside or do you want to be inside? And we're like, no, no, no. Outside, please. That is the plan. Um, and we were the, the only people. <laughs> the only people on the back patio. 
Um, I also just want the record to show that the chill did not stop you from enjoying the ice cream. It's just such a nice ending to the meal. Something about the ice cream there after I eat this like kind of spicy-ish food. And it, oh, I just like the, it's like the swirl of like the raspberry and then the milk jammy. Is it like lychee? I don't know what the, the flavor is, but anyway, it's, good. it's really, really Whatever good. It, is, it's good. it yeah. hits the spot. Um, I couldn't do it, but I envied that moment for you. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that you partook. It was um, great. Yeah. But anyways, that's our like mutual Yeah, update. we did two whole things together. That's a big deal. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like we're real friends in real life. Wow. It's like we're uh, yeah, it's the IRL of it all that just feels like, whew, wow. <laughs> okay. What has been up with you, my dude? With me? Yeah. Um Meh. <laughs> 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 um, Consistent. I love yeah, it. Yeah. No, but actually, there have been some nice things. Um, my shop cake had our fourth birth- business birthday and celebrated that a couple weeks ago. It was great. Um, we I was able to have like the whole team there for a time, and so we got to take a, a cutie little group picture, which was fun. That was really nice, and it's just like important to celebrate those moments, you know. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Oh, I, you all probably have seen this on the Instagram wall. I got my little tattoo shaded in um, last week. And while at Mercy Tattoo, I got to hang out with two people that have been guests this season, uh, Emily and Lauren. So that was really fun to be able to see them. And then I, of course, had to document it and share it with y'all because I was like, wow, another like novelty to be in real life with people. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I guess like the only, I mean, the kind of the main thing is I had a little surgery moment last week. Um, I am not someone who, I don't know, I've been really like fortunate to not have a lot of medical stuff happen in my world, and so like to be to have to like get anesthesia and have a little surgery felt weird. Um, but uh, it's done. It was fine. My mom came to help take care of me. Uh, long story short, I'll share like a little. I documented this all in a recent Facebook post. If you're very curious, nope, Instagram. If you're very curious, but um, and Soraya knows all of this. But for all of you in the world who might be like curious about what I'm talking about, I found out that I have endometrial polyps. I was like spotting for a really long time. Oh, also like content warning, periods, uterus stuff. But I feel like that is part of human life. Thus, it is okay to talk about. Um, I was like spotting for a long time and found out I had endometrial polyps. uh, And then I had to get a surgery to like get my uterus scraped out. Um, But the best part of it all on the way out, they put an IUD in. So my endometrial lining will be safe and thin for six years till I'm 40, baby. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> like, very exciting. <laughs> it's like, Two things. Yes. Two things that come to mind. Yes. One, I like how you described it on the way out. <laughs> like, they were just like, oh, well, one last thing. Right. That's like, what it is. So it's like we do this procedure, like, oh, before we, like, you know, get this cervix not as dilated, let's put this up in there, you know? <laughs> the second thing is, like, this is the only thing in your life that you are pro-thin about, which I think is great. Oh. It makes sense. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I am happy to have a thin endometrial lining. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and only made possible with the help of some kind of other device inside me because, you know me, I'm not thin anywhere. <laughs> uh- <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but I will say, so, you know, like having an IUD, like I was, um, of course, it had been an option that I had thought about, like, you know, for contraception for a long time. But the pain of getting it inserted had really, like, kind of, uh, kept me from thinking about it as a possibility. Not, th- I mean, I'm just a little wimpy, right? We all know this. Um, so it was really nice to be able to have that done while I was out. But let me tell you what I was not prepared for. The cramps that you get while your body gets used to it. I am still very much in this phase. Um, and it's really like, it's taken it out of me. Um, I am not someone who gets like very bad cramps usually from my period. So it just feels like, oh my God, day after day of like really kind of not like my body is rejecting this device but like oh this is what people who have really rough menstrual cramps like feel like consistently wow that has not been my life um Mm -hmm. so still getting used to that it's got I mean knock on wood it's like a little better the last day or two but I don't know if it's the eye of the storm or if it is like kind of coming to an end it feels like it would be too lucky to only have like one week of bad cramps from this because the time frame for which you can experience cramps as like your body gets used to an IUD is the largest window ever. It is two days to six months. So, oh, no. so who's to know? Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's going on with me and all feels like, I don't know, adding to the kind of meh feeling of it all. But I will say I had a really good doctor to the surgery who my doctor, Catherine Oyster, who you all know because of the podcast, um, recommended and I thought that I actually had, like, very good care at the the whole surgery situation. Like, I, I felt very comfortable and, like, I had very good care, which just feels like such a blessing and, like, something that I really do not take for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's going on over here in my world and my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, world. Um I had a thought though, like you're yeah. so mad. I wonder if that obviously the cramps feeding into all of this for sure, but then also like the hormonal shifts that yeah. you're going through. I had that thought so. too. I'm I well, uh, full disclosure, I've been feeling pretty meh before the IUD was inserted, but mm-hmm. I do. I mean, it's not lost on me that like hormones are doing different things, and that I might feel a little bit different because of that too. So maybe that's kind mm-hmm. of exacerbating it all. I don't really know. Time will yeah. tell, my friends. Time will tell. <laughs> Six months, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Soraya. I, yeah. I want to know all the Cat. things. I want, <laughs> I just <laughs> gabbed a lot about my updates. Um, I'm, I, I know you have a lot to share, but I think the first thing you should share, if I might be so bold, is to talk about my nephew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let us. Let us talk about your nephew. Bogart, my son, your nephew, Bogart mm-hmm. the Wheaton. Uh, he is my puppy. Uh, I love him dearly, even when he bites me uh mercilessly um (laughs) but i am so glad you got to meet him because like you know i'm a i new pet owner and so i am like pretty biased because i think he's just like very sweet and and like so cute and fluffy and all these things and and you met him and he loved you he like so flattered 
so many kisses just jumped all over you and yeah. you took such lovely photos of him. Um, but yeah, what did what did you think of him? I mean, I liked him a lot. I've, of course, like all of us, I've been consuming all of the media that you've been putting out there on his <laughs> like personalized <all> Instagram <laughs> page. Um, uh, but I, well, and like I, I have mentioned to you, I, I liked him more than I thought I would. Um, I'm, I'm just like, you know, with dogs, you just don't know if animals yeah. are going to like you or not. And I try to not be very precious about it. Like, you know, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, Bogie is so sweet, and he's like a nice size. He's he's small, mm-hmm. but he's like like his paws are big, you know. Like he's there's he has got some substance to him, um, mm-hmm. and he's just so cute. And I I know this is like maybe gross, but I love some little dog kisses. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, well, he loves to give them, and I yes. don't love them because I know where his mouth is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it is gross. Um, but I, yeah, I just really enjoyed meeting him and (laughs) I'm just taking a lot of joy in calling him my nephew, um, which you are so kind to indulge me in. So thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is the closest that you'll get to that status with me. I have no plans for children anytime soon. So this is like my my parents refer to themselves as like grandma and grandpa which so is really sweet. oh my gosh <laughs> and they love him and it's just like everybody loves him we go on walks and this man this young boy will sit down and stare at people he made a couple cross the street to come pet him what with the power of his gaze <sighs> wow yeah he knows he how to he much. knows how to win friends and influence people <laughs> or what yeah, whatever he, that book is <laughs> yeah, yeah seven highly effective yeah. habits <laughs> yeah or effective i don't i don't know yeah. i didn't read the book but um yeah like to the point where i am a little worried that someone's just gonna scoop him up and run with him or something like that because he oh. would gladly go see anybody he loves dudes he just like goes nuts for dudes interesting um, yeah, and I was for a while I'm like I'm pretty sure he hates me. No. But then well, I mean, all he would do is bite me and like mm. then I'd try and pet him and he'd walk away. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I think we've we've hit the honeymoon period <laughs> of our relationship. <laughs> but then um, you know, I went to my parents last weekend. So I've been I've been super busy with NLC, New Leaders Council. So I am on the board as a selections co chair and this is like our season where it's we're doing all season. the interviews. Yep. Yeah. Getting everything collaborated and correlated and (laughs) all the communications happening all the time. And I've got a really stellar group of people to work with. So that's really fun, but it's still just like a lot of work. So last weekend was interviewing for hours and hours on Saturday and Sunday. So I went to hang out with my family and they could watch the dog. And it was just fun because he would like miss me or he would get excited when I came down after a few hours being away and it's like oh you do like me okay that's cool I appreciate that um but no he's really really sweet and it's been nice to just like have a you know I remember at the beginning of the pandemic they're like keep your routine I'm like I never had a routine Mm -hmm. like I could do whatever I want whenever I wanted yeah and it didn't matter and now it's like oh no you have to get up 
at six if you want to feed him and go for a walk. And then, oh, you know, you need to take your lunch. Maybe you didn't before because it wasn't that important, but now you do. And so now I found yeah. myself like being outside and watching the season change and um, seeing sunrises and sunsets that are really beautiful and getting to meet my neighbors in a big way that I haven't before. And so it's just been, yeah, nice to slow down and, you know, do all the things that I thought I would want to do or like said I wanted to do, but never actually put momentum behind it. So yeah, that's fun. Um, Oh, it's so nice. He's cool. Also, I am so tired. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I will say like, yeah, I'm a big fan of <laughs> what am I on uh, Prozac right now? So that's been working out really well for me. But I got to say, you can't really worry about the state of the world if you don't have enough sleep. So like that, you know, my anxiety is really just not there anymore because I can't even I don't even have time to worry about it. So yeah, well, you just you've been disconnected from a lot of like media and stuff too lately, haven't you? Yeah, like, listen, I will try to watch a show and I'll just fall asleep. (laughs) Like, that is where I'm at. And there's so much to watch. I don't even want to start getting into it because it's like a whole media section for us. But yeah, um, coming up. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to talk about, except, I mean, uh, I have been visiting other like friends and family who have had surgeries lately, except you because I'm a bad friend to you. Uh, no, I um, like recovered in literally a day. So like there is <laughs> there was no need to visit. <laughs> okay, but can we talk about y- how your besties gave you a pickle like oh my God. basket best, best for gift feeling ever. better? It was so yeah. good. My besties brought over like a just like a little care package, care basket um, with like all pickle things. So like actual pickles, many varieties, dill pickle chips. It's like good like pickle dip thing. Um, probably other. I'm trying. I'm, there's probably more that I'm not remembering, but just all very pickly. They know me so well. And flowers, non-pickle flowers that were Ooh. really beautiful. <laughs> um, so it's very, very kind of them. Uh. That's so good. Yeah. So I didn't visit you, but I have visited other people. And yeah, Yeah. you had a quick recovery. I didn't drop off any pickle related products because you were um, set. Yeah, I was set. Mm -hmm. I just got to say, like, y'all, if you are going through a surgery or you're recovering from an injury or something, like, it's rough. It's rough. And you got this. And I've done it myself. I think what's weird is like, sitting with people just remembering so back in college like I basically was pretty ill for six months and had multiple surgeries <laughs> it's weird how quickly you get just like brought back to that space mm. in an instant and like commiserating with folks and um yeah it's just uh, anyways so that's put, been putting some things in perspective for me of just yeah. being um happy that I have the capacity to, you know, go on walks with my dog or like work as much as I can and how quickly I take it for granted when those things change. Um, Anyways, that's me getting again. Listen, there's no sleep, so I'm going (laughs) to get rambly. It's going to happen. That's okay. Let's not let it happen too much. Let's talk about something else. Okay, before we get into media, which you know we're going there, y'all, we have to talk about voting because it's it's coming up here in Minneapolis and other places, but we'll be talking about voting here in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I am a Minneapolitan millennial, just lest you forget. (laughs) Um, 
So y'all, we can vote until November 2nd. Early voting has started. And there's been a fun development where Ilhan Omar has endorsed both Sheila Nazad and Kate Knuth. And <laughs> we're just saying it. Don't rake Frey. Fry? I still don't Fry. know how to say his name. Sorry, you can't I, say this I man's don't name. like Sorry, him. Man. It does not matter. Yeah, don't rank him. Don't rank Fry. We we don't like him. Uh, all we like that relates to him are the mean memes about him, which you know is a whole thing because I don't generally uh, stand for being mean just to be mean. Um, but yeah. the the just the rude, amazing memes created to mock Jacob Fry, the current mayor of Minneapolis, are so good. It is punching up in the best way. And yeah, they're incredible. You know what I'm talking about, Surya? Oh, I absolutely know what you're talking about. There's a, a person of the internet who I have actually met in real life a few times, but uh, their handle is Phonesy. And they have a series that is just tickles my funny bones so, <laughs> so good. So much. So they basically good. have these different photos of him, and like underneath one, it says, like, Jacob Fry, the Kirkland signature James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> but the accuracy, that's just it. Like, it's, so it's just so accurate. It's so freaking accurate. Uh, another one. If. Glee was on public access television. <laughs> what was another one? Like the substitute teacher who would print off Drake lyrics to get kids excited about Shakespeare. <laughs> I just, the, the, uh, again, what a time, like, I say this a lot, like, what a time to be alive. People are so funny, like, in the creation of memes and other jokes on the internet. And I just feel so fortunate to be able to consume this, like, amazing creative content i yeah this that person um who i follow because of you actually so thank you um mm -hmm. and those most recent memes are just they're so great in fact we're gonna have to link them here because you all need to see them <laughs> um they're so good yeah, yeah they're great and um if you care to know how we're voting you know we like sheila um and kate i'm a i'm more sheila myself what do do you care to share Threa, who you are more into yeah i think so i mean i'm not voting for jacob so it right. doesn't really matter if um, and there's on, ranked yeah. voting right we're not ranking fry and then there's some um are they called ballot measures or like there's mm -hmm. some questions in addition to people and um it's a yes yes Nope, it's a no, no, yes. Nope, it's a oh god. Oh no. <laughs> no take this back. Don't put this in the recording. Okay, I'm no. gonna put it in there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it though. It's gonna vote no on question one, vote yes on question two, and vote yes on question three. It's a no, yes, yes. That's <laughs> and this is reply all. Like <laughs> oh, man. Um, and actually there's a I just found this take action Minnesota thing that kind of explain it just aligns with how we'll likely be voting, Sreya, you and I. Um and mm -hmm. I like I think we'll link that in our show notes too, so you can kind of see more information about what we're talking about if you live in Minneapolis and need the resource. Um but honestly, by the time you listen to this, maybe you will have already voted. I don't know. Yeah. In early voting. That'd be cool. Yeah. I guess, so something that comes to mind, so in these interviews with NLC, like one of the questions is like, what do you want to see for the Twin Cities? And somebody answered like, I'd like it to be the progressive city that it touts to be. Right. 
And that hit me hard because like as I, you know, walked bogey around Bidet Makaska, like I'm walking by all these giant houses and they're like, vote yes. Vote yes on question one. Vote yes. And it's just like (sighs) police reform in this city is such a contested issue and I just can't understand like why you know you sit here in this beautiful house you are a quote-unquote liberal but here you are really just like harming your neighbors actively mm-hmm. by choosing actively. to do this actively yep yeah so I don't know I think there is a lot of energy around this race and I would like to see it the city change for the better so yeah. It's just like the, I, the idea that there can be a better way. There can be a better mm-hmm. future. People are working on it. And like, let us put people in charge who are committed to that in ways that really are going to make everything better. Yeah. So here's a micro Midwest take for y'all. <laughs> so like micro. Really very specific. So local. But... <laughs> so oh, thanks for going yeah. there with us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> media? It's time for media? Media. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. What have you been watching or listening to? Because I know you've been a little um, preoccupied with bogey. Yeah, my attention span is is very limited. So I've I've fallen asleep to episodes of Below Deck Mediterranean. You um, love Below Deck. I do, but I haven't like really watched all the seasons. So for I, I was chatting with a friend and they said to watch the Mediterranean season five. So I did. And, you know, I made my way, I muddled my way through it. I will say, oh, I didn't tell you this. So mm-hmm. when when you and I went to work it in L.A., that podcasting conference, mm-hmm. um, we got to attend the Tressie McMillan Cotton and uh, Roxanne Gay taping of their yes. podcast. Love that. It, so good. And it's only on Luminary. And I haven't been willing to like shell out <laughs> to have access to Luminary. But I'm doing a trial right now or like the the seven day free trial period mm-hmm. because I have gotten so sucked into that spooked podcast that I talked about last time. Yeah, yes, yes. And it's just like a bunch of real life scary stories, mostly ghosts or supernatural related and I am just like obsessed with it. It's just very good storytelling. Um, but I've been listening to that quite a bit. Um, what else? Squid Game. Oh, yeah. I Everyone's talking about it. that. Hey, wait. Can yeah. we back up just a second? How sure. much is actually Luminary? I feel like it's $4.99 a month. See, you know, another one of those things you think you got to be a rich bitch to do something. It's $5 a month. That's affordable for many of us. I mean, you're never going to get a house with that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) You shut it. (laughs) I don't know, millennial. If you want a luminary one, then you'll never have housing security. (laughs) (laughs) Five bucks a month. I know. That actually feels really affordable and probably worth it because of all the stuff on there. I don't know. I just think that's cool. Okay. Sorry. Sorry that I had to backtrack. You're watching Squid Game. I am not yet, but probably will. What do you think about it? Did you watch SNL? I did, yeah. Did you get it? 
Or well, was it okay. just weird? The only reason I got it is because Margo, one of my besties, asked me if I had watched Squid, Squid Game, and I said no, and then she explained the premise to me. So okay. I got the SNL thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. I um I made my dad watch it. So, like, oh. I... I know that everybody was talking about it. It's very much like up his alley, but he doesn't like he doesn't like TV shows because he wants to be done with something. He doesn't oh. want to have to watch like multiple episodes. And I'm like, well, listen, dude, like it's fine. Let's just watch this. And he enjoyed it. And then when he watched SNL, he's like, I would have had no idea what they were talking about <laughs> if you hadn't made right. me watch this. So, yeah, I think it's – I really enjoy it so far, um, but it's real bleak and sad which yeah. is interesting because i'm also very excited i haven't watched yet but succession came back and i really like succession and oh. if you want to talk about two shows that just really highlight the dismal outcomes of like capitalism and greed here are those two shows mm. for you so yeah um i don't know if i'm ready to watch it. i'm like so excited but also like i want to pace it out I guess I don't know I'm like you know like when you have a treat or something and you're like yeah. I just don't want it to end so you eke it out as much as possible that's how I feel about succession but there are so many that's shows sweet. to watch and I have so little attention span so yeah so many we'll shows there's so many shows it's yeah so it's like I don't know sometimes it's like overwhelming but I also I think it's just exciting I don't know I love to get wrapped up in a show Mm-hmm. There is also another show that I watch seasonally uh, during this time of year, which is Over the Garden Wall, which is just like this short series animated special that Adult Swim did, I think. But huh. it's so good. I love it so much. But um, I know <laughs> when you saw my notes... You thought I, I had said something else. You threw a type over the garden wall, and I just skimmed. I like just a quick, like, th- like you know, my eyes fluttered across the screen, and I read Olive Garden, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds so good right now. Give me some Zuppa Toscana and oh that my salad. God. Oh my God. Zuppa's Let me fuck up an Olive Garden. I love <laughs> Olive Garden so much. <laughs> oh. oh my God. No, I haven't been hitting the breadsticks. <laughs> and unlimited oh. soup lately. Well, Sorry. No, I'm not um, doing indoor dining. But I, I will honestly, you'll know, you'll know that life is back to normal when I am going back to restaurants, in particular, my my favorite chain restaurant establishments. Give me an Olive Garden. Give me a Perkins. Yep. <laughs> and Applebee's. Yeah, I have got Applebee's to go. But Olive Garden to go seems like it would be a bit of a waste because, like, I'm here for just a very large amount of breadsticks, um, which feels <laughs> difficult, like, the just in terms of how much it would cost. <laughs> Do they sell those breadsticks frozen where you can bake them at home? Oh, what a thought. I'm not sure. I'm That'd sure smart. they do. Yeah. yeah. They don't get them fresh there. They're definitely frozen. So why wouldn't I they package imagine. them? Mass? Yeah. That would be – well, they do yeah. sell the salad dressing at the grocery store. Right. So I wonder – it would be smart to have a, a a breadstick thing as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do Olive Gardens have patios? I don't believe so. I could envision a really classy one with a patio. <laughs> That's like it has to be in a different country for it to be at that level. Like I remember going to Pizza Hut in Ecuador and it was like a two um, 
two story establishment with like yeah. fine dining, and yeah. I was like, "What is <laughs> wow? <going on>? Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> surreal." Um, or like the only TGI Fridays I've ever been to was in Ecuador. Um, yeah, eat, eat. I was gonna say eating good in the neighborhood, but that's Applebee's. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They're what is all, TGI Fridays? Thank God it's Fridays. I don't know. I don't know. You should work for that. That was really good and really quick. If that's not it, they got to get you on the team. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So that, anyways, wow. Like okay, I said, yeah, ramble, we, ramble, yep. ramble patch over Sorry, here. Sorry, I brought um, us into that That. Um, that what are you watching? Uh, what are you enjoying? Well, you know, the most interesting thing I'm watching. Um, oh, no. I am. I don't know if oh, I mentioned God, this no. yet. I am. Yeah, you see the notes. <laughs> I am deep into a rewatch of the OC. And let me tell you, it is bringing back all these high school thoughts and feelings. It is. I. Oh, I, there's just this show is so full of drama. There's so much happening. You know, when I remember the OC, because I watched it in high school, like when it came out, you know, whatever night it was on, on actual TV. But I don't think I watched the whole thing because then I graduated and then I was an exchange student. So I know for sure there's like at least a season or two I haven't seen. I'm still in the rewatch phase. I look forward to the new stuff. But when I remembered the OC, it's like, who do you think about? Those two couples, right? Seth and Summer and... um what's her name and what's his name you know <laughs> it's like you just Marissa think and ryan Marissa and ryan thank you clearly i'm more of a step and so i was like i could only think of um you want to know the couple that i think of when i think of that show who um sandy cohen's eyebrows fuck yeah i am such a sandy cohen stan i am whole oh, sandy cohen sandy and seth cohen i tell you um, I feel like they're, I'm very into both of them. Anyway, I, so I'm just like, it was the two teen couples that I would think of, but there's so much happening with the parents. There's so much drama and then some other side characters. There's so much like fighting and ew, it's just really dramatic and mostly bad, but so good. Um, so that's been taking up some of my time. And then also like a bunch of the shows are back. So I've been really enjoying the law and order SVU and the organized crime, I've maybe talked about this before in here. You know, they just, there's so much like Benson and Stabler love possibility on organized crime. And I think it's just this like, they, like the producers know that the SVU viewers will watch organized crime if we have the possibility of like some intimacy between Stabler and Benson. Also, Stabler's undercover now with a beard. And we know Christopher Maloney is fat phobic, but man, he looks nice as an older man with a beard. Oh, part of the Albanian mafia. Okay. Um, and- <laughs> I cannot deal with the sentence. He's deep undercover. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, hey, the that the Hulu show Only Murderers in the Building. the The last episode came out for this season. Have you? You probably haven't seen it yet. Have you? The last episode, no, but I did yeah. start another yeah. episode because there was the Netflix uh, boycott boycott yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, let me watch what we do in the shadows. I didn't mention that. I have been up to date on that. Oh, let good. me watch Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. And it's just, it's a fun show, actually. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really fun. And I liked how it ended. And I it's not a surprise. Like it's I think it, they've announced that it'll be doing a season two. So mm. I think it's appropriate to share that like there's, you know, in this the 
season finale, there's some unanswered things, of course. So we're, you know, so we're waiting and excited for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really great. Also, Queen Latifah's crime show, The Equalizer, it's back. Um, so I've been watching that. It's really good. It's so good. I know I've talked about this before, but I would really 10 out of 10 recommend. It's great. What? channel is that on it's on sequel it's a cbs show and so i watched on paramount plus you can't see it on hulu you have my paramount plus login don't you i have your peacock login oh you i'll give you my paramount back is getting (laughs) (laughs) hey yeah Yeah, um it is yeah it's uh paramount plus um do you think mbc is listening do you think Hmm? you're in trouble right now no, I'm like the one who pays for a bunch of different things. You know how some friends are like, you pay for this, you pay for this, you pay for this. I just pay for all of them and Aww. give my passwords freely. Oh, no, it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm it, It's like a. it just makes me very happy to be like, how many people can be on this? But I shouldn't say yeah. it so publicly on a podcast because like I wouldn't give That's y'all my password. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Soraya, I'll give you my password. It's not NBC I'm worried about. It's random people in my DMs like, hey, cat, what's that peacock? password <laughs> nobody it, okay that's a red flag though if anybody yeah. does that like we gotta block them immediately that's not no one has done that no one has untoward I, I behavior that's uncouth <laughs> yes. Yes. um can you report that? like how would you report that to instagram yes. Sus- suspicious request <laughs> taste is Oh. oh gosh i don't know why that feels so funny <laughs> like, <laughs> you said that you have I all hope, the things <laughs> i hope somebody does this <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh okay what okay the last show that i'm watching keep it on the paramount plus cbs um train i am into survivor this season it's my first yes. season actually watching survivor we've talked about how jeff probst just stresses <laughs> me out um but i'm but i'm still into it and it's a it's a once a week thing so the commitment level is is much less so still watching that and then yeah i guess that's all the tv that i've been into oh can i share a book that i've been reading i'm i thought yes, actually please. i would be done with it by the time we recorded for this fat dish and i'd have more of a review I'm not done. I'm only halfway through, but I'm reading Cecily Bowen's book, uh, Bad Fat Black Girl Notes from a Trap mm. Feminist. And it is good. And Yay. she narrates it herself, which, you know, in an audiobook, I love. It's, it's just, it's quite good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I would definitely recommend. And like, she is so, she's so smart. Um, and her stories are so interesting. And she, like, coined the term trap feminist which i think is really like cool and impressive and i just yeah i'll give more of a review once i finish it if that would be welcome but um yeah at this point i'm 50 percent through and i would 10 out of 10 recommend she's also a good follow on instagram too if you're not following already absolutely yeah oh hey i saw this on your note and i do want to uplift it uh maintenance phase because i have just caught up with that Every yeah. every episode is just so good. The most recent ones, we were giggling about this, about <laughs> Rachel Hollis, right? The two-parter. Okay. okay, so first, I'm just like, every time they do something that we've talked about in some capacity, obviously not at the depth and breadth that they've done it, but like, I'm just like very pleased. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're on the 
we've got the pulse. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> but um, the fact that they had a two-parter about Rachel Hollis, and I'd only heard the first one, and Kat was like, oh, yeah, the second one came out. I was like, huh? And I had kept making jokes about, like, her being a Southern woman and liking a monogram, but they like really doubled down. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. In the second was, episode. Yeah. So I had no well, idea. Because she's not Southern. Because she's not no. Southern. No. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. Oh, man. It, yeah, that is just, if you're not listening to maintenance phase, you really got to be. 11 out of 10 recommend. Okay. <laughs> the scale. <laughs> <laughs> the scales are relevant. I don't know, yeah. but it's good. Uh, well, okay. That's I mean, lots of lots of media. I love that. Per usual, you know us. Okay, wait. Can I have one more thing to say? Yeah, about media? go. Well, yeah, so, go go. While I haven't had like a, a huge attention span for things, I have had a lot of NPR in the background. Oh yeah, just like as noise. I'm waking up very early. I'm I'm becoming my parents is like what is <laughs> happening instead of WCCO I've got NPR on and I just hate all their underwriting and like oh all mm-hmm. the things that support them I mean we've talked about Noom before mm-hmm. obviously but even like now they have Novo Nordisk like helping people with obesity it's not just what? like it's not discipline it's also genetics and and I'm like what are you like you're trying to fight the stigma uh, I was like I cannot with this. Who, who is signing off on this being like, yeah, this is what we need. This is the money we want to highlight. Like, I, I just. I hate I it. it. There's nothing. disappointed. It just, it undermines the credibility of that network so, so much. And you expect that shit from some of these other things. But like NPR and NPR are just so like, in, in many ways, I feel like they're so reputable. I have like, I feel like I have connections with the host. Like you saw my tweet about Lulu Garcia Navarro, like saying <laughs> goodbye last weekend. I was like, oh my God, Lulu, I'm going to miss you on my drive to work on Sundays, you know? Um, yeah. it, it's like, I just feel so connected to, to NPR and it just feels, I don't know, so frustrating to see them consistently having underwriters that are, you know, it's like, it's not real science NPR. And like you are by, by allowing them to advertise, cause that's what it is. Advertise on your platforms. You are thus endorsing in some ways what they're up to um, and providing a level of credibility that is unwarranted and not appropriate. Exactly. But I will say now, every time I hear something suggested, I'm a little suspicious of it. Not because, yeah. I mean, I should be that way anyways, but it's just like, Hmm. I need to do actual research on this before I take it as like fact that this is a good organization that aligns with my values or like the values that I think NPR is demonstrating. So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyways. Anyways, let's like, wow, we had like so many good things. 11 out of 10. And I bring it down. <laughs> down like Novo Nordisk. Advertising Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's get into fat content, There's shall we? fat things. Yeah. Okay. I was about to use the word scuttlebutt. <laughs> like fat things and you people didn't, are talking but you about. you still said it. <laughs> Shut up. I, I might request that gets deleted and it will not be. <laughs> the fat scuttlebutt. Here it is, everyone. No. Okay. Number one thing. I And this is, I guess this maybe was going around more last week than this week. But um, there was some 
comments and an article and information that came out um, about Rebel Wilson, who, you know, has gone on a bit of a a weight loss journey um, and is encouraging others to do the same. Um, But I was really taken aback by some videos like TikToks also shared on Instagram by fat fab feminist Victoria, um, who like pulled up or cited um a few different like comments that rebel had made several years ago like maybe 2016 uh, where she basically said yeah i intentionally like became a bit chubbier in order to be taken more like seriously in comedy spaces and like that's how i um you know that was part of my strategy to become like more famous and become more popular in these spaces um and i guess it kind of worked for her uh and then now to have changed her body which she has every right to do but like then try to distance herself from the plus size community that like you know allowed her to become famous and insist upon um plus size people recognizing that it's never too late to to change your body to change who you are um which just feels so gross Mm -hmm. it's interesting what you just said about like the plus size community but like I never cared about Rebel Wilson. Like, listen, folks, if you find a sound clip of me saying, I love Rebel Wilson, like, <laughs> probably. I, you know, I probably did at some point. But I don't recall that. And, like, her character Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect, like, Ugh. I did not like. I was not into yeah. it. And also, I recognize that that character was meaningful for a lot of folks. Right. Because they finally see themselves represented or it's like not a big deal or showing up who you are, et cetera, et cetera. But like I don't care about Rebel Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I care about her as much as I care about any fat celebrity. Yeah. Um I, I think it's just the idea of like putting on an identity in order to achieve certain things. And then once that is no longer part of your identity or you choose to distance yourself from that identity, not just like letting it be, but then like turning on that group and saying, Oh, there's better for you. And I've achieved it. You should too. Um, It feels very like Ashley Grammy to me, which, you know, one of my arch nemesis who doesn't know I exist. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, yeah. And, and I think, too, so there's another person, um, you know, Victoria, they have a podcast. Their handle is Fierce Fatty. Um, they yeah. also talked about this and basically were like, yep, agree with, you know, what had been said by other folks. And also, like, it was very you, Soraya. They were very like, there's more context. We should think about, you know, the industry <laughs> that she's in, the idea that, yeah. like, she's probably pretty fat phobic because, like, literally everyone is fat phobic in many ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, who did uh, – something that um, Fierce Fatty Victoria said, because both of these folks that I just mentioned are named Victoria. <laughs> right. Um, something that Fierce Fatty said was, like, hey, unless someone, you know, says I am a fat positive person or I am a fat activist, like, it, just because they're fat, we can't expect anything different of them, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that's very valuable. And, yeah, I listened to that we can link it, this video that Victoria made. And I thought, these are all things Soraya would say. <laughs> this could, yeah. These would be Soraya's contributions to the Dirt and Discourse. So, I mean, there's like a lot of nuance to it. I guess I kind of agree with you. I don't super care much. Um, but I do think it is gross. It's just like, do what you want to your body. But like, don't disparage other fat people in the yeah. process. That's that's not a good look. It's not cute. Um, and I don't like it. 
It definitely adds to like a Dern discourse we've had before about like losing fat icons. And yeah. oh, I think which that is yeah. appropriate because we were basically referencing Adele at the time and she She's back. Ha- I mean, she's back in a big way and like people are definitely talking about her weight loss in yeah. a big way. And it it feels similar in some ways, right? Like I think I haven't paid too much close attention. So this take is not hot. It is tepid if that, but um, just like she had anxiety. So she really focused on, you know, her exercise and, and I don't know, fitness. And it's like, yeah, but I don't like the precedent this sets for like people to be like, Oh, you have bad anxiety and you're fat. Like, Mm. why don't you take better care of yourself? And it's like, yeah, well, I don't have a lot of like money and like trainers and like all these things. And also like, that's not actually going to change my life in the way that's meaningful for me because I don't hate myself for the way I look or the way I am. So I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that that's, I mean, that's so valid. And, like, the thing is, like, Adele, if that worked for you, that's so good. And if you want to tell someone about that, that's great. But the what what's what comes up then is that there's so few fat people in positions to be able to, like, share their stories, like, in, the, mm-hmm. in those ways, that then people who aren't fat and many people who are fat hear that story and assume that that's, like, one of the main fat stories, right? That that's, like, oh, well, if that worked for Adele or if that's how Adele feels or if that's how she handled that then that must be the case for for many or most fat people. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's just not the case. And so that's – it just – it feels tough. Yeah. Have you gotten in on the glow-up discourse and how people are just using the term glow-up? Yeah, okay. And actually, that is my favorite part about this whole – or the thing that is just like the most like, come on, about this Mm -hmm. whole conversation. Yes, tell tell the people what what you're talking about, Soraya. Well, it's just everybody's been saying, oh, the Adele glow-up. Oh, her glow-up. And it's really become this phrase that's being attributed to anybody who's like lost weight, looks a lot thinner, looks a lot – I don't know. I would would associate class – with it too of just like richness wealth because we do know that ties in with body size in a lot of ways and so everybody's like oh I just love her glow up like she was beautiful before but and it's just equating this idea of getting to that next level because she is no longer the size she was before and it's just coded language that now is being proliferated well and as part of that what made me laugh so much is I saw this and I'll have to find it it's just like this like you know four photos of her next to each other over the course of the last like you know I don't know eight years or something (laughs) and maybe her like maybe her face shape is a little different and maybe her hair hair is like a little longer or shorter or whatever but like this woman is the same same you know same <laughs> eyeliner same lip gloss same like she looks the same except yeah. she's just thinner in some of these and, and we're calling that a glow up it's like uh-huh. no 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 this woman <laughs> she's there's nothing different about her style she is very consistent with her style and how she presents herself the only thing that's changed is that her body's gotten smaller and so if that's what a glow up is like we really got to reassess this mm-hmm yeah, uh, though I'm excited for her album, I'm I really I enjoy Adele a lot. I enjoy her music very much. So I'm I look forward. That's just because you dressed up like her for Halloween that one year. It was one of my best costumes. And actually, no, <laughs> there was a little bit of a joke because um, I don't know when Adele was like before she was famous. Like when she just like her first album came out, like she was just trying to like become a little bit known. I do not look like Adele, but I got some bright eyes. And wouldn't you believe 
like people would often say, oh, you resemble Adele. It's like, oh, no, no, I don't. There's just two fat people that you oh, know in the no. public eye. <laughs> She's the one I look most like compared to the two that you can think of. But like, no, we do not look alike at all. But that Halloween costume was good, though. <laughs> Aubrey Gordon literally had a tweet about this like today or yesterday or something like that. What'd she I'm say? Like, how, uh, just like how, what are the people, like the famous people that people think you look like just because you're fat? Right. And yeah. It's it's wild. And I just, I mean. It's, I get America Ferrera a lot, which is like, <laughs> okay. what? <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, real women have curves. <laughs> Jeez. Louise. I actually love that movie, though. Um, <laughs> I think it's part of a bigger conversation about how people, are, well, it's, there's a lot that goes into this, but like um, something that feels sort of related at the for a while at the shop it was just me and sydney um were like the two employees and for a time like her hair was darker um and we both had glasses uh and that is kind of where our resemblance ends you know like we mm-hmm. don't look alike at all but our hair was kind of dark and we both had glasses that did not look alike and people would confuse us. The neighbors would think that she was me, and it, not no. not our customers, but you know, like the the you know the older gals. The people in the you've had multiple conversations with, right? And it's just like, Ugh. excuse me, like we're we're just two fat people with glasses. Like what? It was just so silly. Um, so I, it's not the same, but it's just like people, and that is a, a case with like a lot of different identities and people being really ineffective at um, being able to like understand different looks and like nuance between people but just because like you know just because someone's fat does not mean and you have one characteristic in common does not mean that you are their spitting image twins twinsies (laughs) hey there's one other fat thing i wanted to mention that i don't know a lot about but i felt like it would be good to share here um the we've talked about nafa and asda two of the kind of bigger organizations around um, fat acceptance and NAFA has board applications that are out now um, and you can apply to be a board member through November 15th. And I just thought that would be nice to share here to reach the fat masses or, you know, the couple hundred of you who are listening to this. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I don't know much about it. Um, I believe, is it NAFA or ASDA or both? I think I'm a member of one or both of them or the shop rather like you know pays like a a monthly fee or something um to support them so i don't so that's as far as i know about anything but i will will link it in the show notes and if that's something that you feel like might be interesting to you or you might know someone who'd be well suited for that um take a look at the info and just like that we've come to the end of another great fat dish done so soon you may hate it but it ain't no lie no <laughs> do it do it i said i'd start it do it oh my goodness y'all again this has been me not knowing what was coming up ahead of time. i'll serve it again but it ain't no lie <laughs> baby bye 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 <laughs> oh no I guess I'm just going to just do all of our outros with songs of farewell from our youth. Um, 
Thank you all for spending so much time with us. It is a true pleasure to be able to make this podcast for you. As always, you can visit www.matteroffatpod.com where you'll find our show notes, transcripts, information about Matter of Fat, access to older episodes, and much more. And it's shout out time. Ooh, we love to see it. Our first shout out is a thank you to Summer for sending us some fat cash. Summer, thank you so, so much for your support. Yes. And shout out to Lauren Barlow. You might all remember from our last episode, who was kind enough to share a review on Apple Podcasts, just really continuing the conversation about hustle culture and diet culture. So thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us in your review, Lauren. Um, you're just continuing to be so generous to us over here at Matter of Fat, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Folks, if you'd like to hear your name in our next outro, you could send us some cash on Venmo at Matter of Fat Pod or write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Another way you can support is giving us a share on social media. Take us in your story and we'd love to reshare. Or just listen and don't do anything else because honestly, <laughs> we do appreciate that a whole lot as well. We do. We do. I guess one other way you could share your um, listening and engagement is by DMing Kat, asking her Soraya. for a peek. No. Link. <laughs> oh my okay, gosh. Until next time, when we're back with another episode <laughs> of Matter, Matter of Fat. fat.